So we're basically just going to talk about the awful things that we would do in the holodeck. No, it's kind of that. It's it's a bit of that. It's also just I think we need to put a full stop on this. Yeah. Like uh, just Sometimes a session. Sometimes we need one of these yeah. to get something out of our weird. system. Just to say, just get it done. Spend an hour talking about the fucking holodeck, and then we won't talk about it ever again. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands stream and also welcome to the podcast as well if you are listening to it. Obviously when I talk about stream I'm not talking about a babbling book, uh, babbling book, a babbling brook. Babbling book. Making its way down from the top of a mountain after the water cycle has evaporated that water from the rivers and the oceans and taken it to the top of that mountain and placed it. I am of course talking about YouTube. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, hello, wave everyone, that's why they're here, wave. Wave. You Wave. thought I'd frozen, but Wave. I hadn't. Wave, they're, they're here. Frozen. Nobody thought that for a second. Looked like you were just sort of struggling with a particularly reluctant bowel movement. <laughs> this is, so it was almost as if Dan's physical stream had frozen over and uh, he wasn't able to <laughs> poop. Uh, we're here again it's the too much time on our hands podcast you are joining us uh, again for a very special one it is star trek day so to all you trekkies out there happy star trek day if happy this is star a trek day han solo is my favorite <laughs> if this is a national holiday for you then tremendous brilliant. may the fourth you... be with you may the fourth be with you absolutely there's, yeah. there's a fourth why 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 is it today i don't know it's because i think it's just because Star Trek, Star Wars gets a day, so Star Trek wants a day as well. Is it like Unity Day or something like that? Could it be like the 17th of January, so it's like 1701? Is that the number? Oh my God, Russ. Why are you not doing Star Trek's marketing? Just all of it. Well, because these things are all decided in the US, aren't they? So it'd be the other way around, and there's not 17 months in the year. Star Trek-ing. I haven't had much sleep. So, uh, the one with glasses is Russ. Mm. Russ, yeah, I've just taken mine off to, to not confuse anyone. <laughs> yeah, you specky twat. Out. Yeah, um, but I'm going to put them back on now that I've said the one with glasses. Now, oh, you can other, come for you know the prematurely grey one. The other prematurely grey. Uh, I think I take that. You're younger than me. You're older than me, so. Yeah, but I, I've been this grey for ten years. Ah, oh, fair dues. Well, it's unfortunate. Uh, Dan still got lots of hair. Dan, say hi to everyone. He really Hello. has. And Hello. he's got he's got it. He's, he's got everywhere. it. Whatever he's got, bottle that. Because I want some of that. I, I need a haircut quite desperately. All right, don't go on about it. You need mowing, is what you need. Yeah. Although, do you want to see something shocking that Dan Do actually it. commented on last time he saw me in person? Look at that. It's it's back on, man. There's there's actually there's actually hair. Although as someone pointed out to me, I do look like a walnut whip. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with that hair just clumped on top like. so uh cheeky and delicious mm. uh and, and i'm tom hello uh as you can I tell i bloody this, love a walnut whip you can get them all year round one for 30 years sorry no tell i you can only get them at christmas yeah you can only get them at christmas yeah. you can only get why them on walnut day buy walnut whips more yeah, there's maybe. something that you you get offered 
you go to someone's house and say, oh, do you want a walnut whip? And you're like, oh, yes, I bloody love walnut whips, but why, uh, why don't you buy them? No, no, is what everyone the, does when they get that sort of offer is they go, oh, I shouldn't. Mm. Okay, you know, I'll have that. Sure. Yeah, I'll, have, I'll have two. But yeah, all right. I'll, I'll yeah, and then I'll, yeah. seconds later, yeah, they're like tonguing the last of the whip out. <laughs> yeah. They're just really awkward to eat, though, aren't they? That's the problem. Yeah, but I think therein lies some of the satisfaction. It's like nobody would say that a cream egg is a pleasurable flavour experience, but there is something satisfying about eating one. Yeah, especially in like August. Also, like most things, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. If yeah. you really commit to making eye contact with people while you are tonguing a walnut whip, then yeah. it's not awkward. It's just weird. Using your tongue to melt through the casing from the inside out while staring <laughs> yeah. fixedly in someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah. So eventually you just have this weird chocolate tube around your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolatey drool down and you make no effort to remove. Congealed in your beard. Yeah. A little well, bit. I, like, I, think, I mean, yes, tea was lovely. We must do this again. Thank you. <laughs> well, I can't stand up for the rest of this podcast then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Dan's Finally. pointed out that Dan's actually pointed out 8th of September 1966 was when Star Trek first appeared on television. I knew somebody would know. Nerd Army to the rescue. Thank Excellent. you, Dan. Well done, Thank you, Dan. Wikipedia. Yeah, we don't need Wikipedia. We've got a Dan. Yeah, Unless, thanks, Dan. of course, Dan just went on Wikipedia. Yeah. No, well, I think well, you Dan. knew that shit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm little glad. little do you know there, Dan, but you've absolutely massively contributed to the quality of this podcast, which is probably fact, going to descend off a knife edge tonight. Some, because... some would say that we'd been going down a hill and you just managed to just nudge just a little bit back further up the hill before we just, just a little bit. Just yeah. a little, it's like it's like trying to push it's like trying to push water up a hill, isn't yeah. it? With this, yeah. Like trying to pick a lock with a flump. What, what was REM said? Doing a lot of like water table and water cycle stuff today. Have you been like revising GCSE geography? It may have appeared in some of my son's books mm-hmm. that he's reading at the moment. The water cycle, you know, it's like I always love that bit in uh, the young ones uh, where it's the one where they they have the the good life flashback, and Neil is talking to Rick about how wonder how amazing it is that we sow the seed, nature grows, grows the, seed, the seed, and then we eat the seed, and then we sow the seed, and then nature grows the seed, and then we eat the seed, and just goes round and round and round. I like the fact the water cycle is just like water flows downhill, evaporates into a cloud, rains at the top, it collects, and then it's just always happening. Never stops. It's not like someone turns this... off a tap to fill up the reservoir at the top. It What's this I hear? It's always going. Someone's running all the way from Scotland to desperately get involved in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. We should we should really fuck him off by actually sort of getting major inconsistencies. Yeah. Like, okay, quick. Just a very quick. Just a very quick. Oh, I said not. Oh, I say, God, that's gridiron gentleman. Fucking hell. Um, very quick. Um, searching question. Um, are dolphins fish? Yes. No, they're mammals. But are, oh, are they in the sea? Yes, definitely fish. Dolphins are fish. There we go. Now that's a fact. He can't argue well, with that. The one defining thing that makes you a fish Hmm. is flippers so basically everything that's got flippers is a fish even sea lions and penguins what's the lining community what's the difference between people and animals feet feet (laughs) absolutely feet except for monk jacks who have (laughs) tiny hoofs instead (laughs) have you ever ever noticed how they have i don't know how they stand up quite frankly they're so cute i believe an ungulate Oh, right. Okay. I like to call them Newton's mystery. Yeah. 
Every Gravity's day. acting against them, but their tiny feet, they hold them up. Amazing. Every day is, every day is something of a school day. No, Absolutely. I know, look, Phil, yeah, no, dolphins are mammals, but they're not. They're fish. Yeah, they're right. like salt water. Love it. Can't get enough of it. That's, Good uh, that's, that's animal facts for if you're talking to very impressionable people or toddlers is to try and convince them that you get left-hand drive and right-hand drive sheep for standing on hills facing in different directions. They've got like a short leg and a long leg on either side. Yeah. So a left-hand drive sheep can only go that way and a right-hand drive sheep can only go around the hill (laughs) that way. Uh, The conversation in the chat has gone off. Starts Phil has said, don't worry guys, I'm here. Let's all accept that Riker is our Lord and Saviour. Yeah. He's just up there looking after us, the pervy little prick. Um, and uh, Phil's just popping over chairs and yeah, <laughs> copping off with all the aliens like a bell end as well. Yeah, um, Dan to be fair, says, I'm not even sure which one he is. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting podcast for you, Tom. I was thinking, not about really, that. because we're gonna talk about the holodeck, and I'm all in with the holodeck. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> so, if Dan... you were serving on the Enterprise, you would be like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually sure which one Mike Chris. I'm Guys, I've got to get back in there. <laughs> yeah, good. I only came out. What was it? I only came out for a bag of peanuts and a glass of coconut water. <laughs> so I'm you come I'm out. The data, data is standing there. Going, oh, Riker, excellent. Nice to meet you. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> Keep it going. Would you lock the door? <laughs> I mean, we've already Clean, established get the cleaning crew in. We've already established that the holodeck is technology that no, none of us could be trusted with to use properly. That no person could be trusted with. Before before we get into this, well, I will finish the, the, what's going on in the chat. Uh, Dan says, I've never seen a nipple on a dolphin, so it can't be a mammal. Uh, Phil says they breastfeed, which makes them mammals. And then Phil says, well, then, sir, you haven't lived in regard to the nipple on the mammal. Well, then it's like, if I personally have not seen a nipple on it, it ain't a mammal. Unless I have milked it, it doesn't count as a mammal. <laughs> oh, that's horrid. I'm talking about the species, each individual one. I, yeah. bet dol- I bet dolphin milk is like the the oiliest sort of cod liver oil. Yeah, I imagine it comes out like... Yeah. A little lumpy. Jamie says Hurdles. the fabled haggis is a Scottish animal that has legs shorter on one side to stand on a mountain. Yep, true. What is haggis? Haggis is like sheep bladder with stuff in it, isn't it? This is sheep's. I mean, I think pretty much always these days it's an, it's a synthetic casing, like a sausage casing. Yeah, so and people it's, say it's, it's delicious. Not made in lengths of intestine because anymore. basically it's just filled with tons of spices and and herbs. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Yeah, and they go, oh my god, it's so delicious that I'm eating all this disgusting stuff because everything. It's not. It's nothing disgusting. It. It's got some awfully type stuff in it, but it's not. It's not disgusting. Awful yeah, is just a horrible know, word. You know. You know what awful means these days. It means like eyes, lips. Eyes, assholes, whatever, assholes, yeah. Eyes and assholes. If it's not winking at you one way, it's winking at you the other way. (laughs) Dan says if he's he's doubling down. If he hasn't seen it, then it doesn't exist. That's true. I mean, actually, you know, most people have that policy where if it's not on the internet and I haven't personally seen it on a Reddit post, then it doesn't exist. Mm. That's most COVID deniers, isn't it? That is. There are there yeah. are COVID deniers in St Albans it's at the moment. Too small to exist. Oh, I heard about this, Tom. This pissed me off. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had some travelling nutters outside the um, the vaccination bus in the town centre. Indeed. So all these they people they were sitting there, like they were there for one day and then they're gone. So I'm assuming that they weren't local nutters and that they had come specifically. 
But it was, I think a, they'd come it was a real dick move because it was like a couple of days before the end of the holidays and it's when all the 16 and 17-year-olds were meant to be going to get their jabs. Although I imagine most of them would just laugh at them and then put them on TikTok. My favourite video picture is that picture of uh, them holding up the signs to the school bus. Mm. And there's the kid just doing this at them <laughs> from yeah. the school bus. It is absolutely amazing. It's brilliant. Uh, British school uh, kids, man. Get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Go get vaccinated. Do get vaccinated. Don't believe the shit that those assholes put on their signs. No. It's not Bill Gates's chip or 5G signals being injected directly into your arm. It's a fucking synthetic protein that's made to look like the virus so that your body recognises it if you do catch COVID. And that's also, it. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't mind having 5G connectivity directly into my brain. We're all going um, that way anyway. I'm kind of all for the whole Johnny Mnemonic thing. So, yeah, let's do it. I am so up for going post-human. I, mm. I really, I mean, look, I already wear glasses and I already... I don't, pretty... I don't think wearing glasses is enough to call yourself a trans-human. <laughs> but, but if I could, I would, I would literally have my smartphone <laughs> here. In like, I, I mean, if, if, if that was possible, if I could get overlay... Like, you know, the second I, it's able to be beamed directly into my eyeball, that's it. I'll, I'll have it done. But, you know, I'll, I'll buy a Steam Deck first uh, and yeah. see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> see how that works out. And then, you know. hey, do you know where you could uh, live that life, Tom? On the holodeck. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, I'll bring mm-hmm. it back. It was my fault. I derailed it. So I thought I'd hop it back on the tracks. Yeah, so we basically the goal of tonight is to draw a line under any holodeck conversation. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee we'll succeed, but the goal is to just like have like an hour long session, get all our weird ideas about the holodeck out there, all our thoughts, all our questions, and then it's done. We move on from the holodeck. Although it's looking more like forty minutes at the moment, but yes, a session. Well, yeah. Yeah. 45 uh, a session uh, yes absolutely and i like the i like that phrase of to draw a line under mm. it we've tried to draw a line under many things over the history of this podcast and there are many subjects that we keep going back to i mean remember that time we tried to draw a line under inside and how much we loved it and we ended up doing at least three or four podcasts after that talking about how great it was we've barely mentioned it since though which is that's nice. true but yeah i'm largely probably, going out of our system yeah, yeah we should probably um, play it again oh it's really good Sorry, Should we just talk yeah. about inside for this? No, when it inevitably um, gets re-released on something else, we'll we'll talk I, about it. It was um, free on Epic for a while, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah, it was. I think I've got it on my uh, my library. Here we are talking about inside. I honestly didn't mean to do that. Fucking hell! So like, um, all my free time has been taken up with lawnmower simulator recently. I'm so jealous! I, re- I might download that. It's amazing. I it's might. So relaxing. I'm, you see, I'm more tempted by. Um, uh, pressure washer simulator. I um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of skill in lawnmower simulator, and also like it's just very involving. Hmm. It sort of gives you like a projected time. It's like this lawn will take you forty minutes to cut, and you're like, yeah, what? Like game minutes? What's that? It's going to take me fifteen minutes in real life. No, it'll take you forty minutes trundling up and down a lawn, and then going. Oh, so. I missed a little bit over there. And then trundling back over there. It's amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. So Lawnmower Simulator. Right. Try, try to get us back on track. If you were to go into the holodeck, would you effect- effectively load up Lawnmower Simulator? I'd mow lawns. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what the last week or so of playing Lawnmower Simulator has told me. That's it's the ultimate relaxation technique. Is it relaxing so then? A beautiful... You don't want it to be like... You know, you imagine like just a perfectly square field. That'd be the easiest mm. to mow, but you want a bit of challenge. So you want, a, you want some curves, you want a few flower beds in there. Are you getting the stripes as well? A little stream. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if, going, going, if you're going to go stripe, then that's, that's a much more... Uh, you've got to concentrate a lot harder. So it's less relaxing, but more rewarding. Mm if you're going to stripe your lawn. And as you progress through the game, before we touch on holodecks and stuff, do you get better mowers? Is it like a progression thing? Tom, of course you do. Absolutely. It's got yeah. the standard X simulator career mode type thing attached to it. Brilliant. So you start one bloke and a lawnmower and you can hire staff and you get better lawnmowers and better headquarters and you've got to maintain oh. like accessories for them. So you can up that stripe roller kit or the... The clamshell grass collector. <laughs> okay, this is now yeah, rapidly. Laugh, but if, if if you had gone through weeks of mowing a lawn with a side discharge plate attached and having to go back and collect and remulch all of the clippings, <laughs> getting the built-in clamshell collector makes a huge difference. <laughs> Sorry, Rust. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the thing that amuses me most is that you are earnestly becoming an expert in this kind of shit. And oh yeah, but I'm pretty sure if I was sat on a real ride-on lawnmower, I'd just drive it straight into a house. <laughs> okay so holodex um yeah i certainly wouldn't load up lawn mowing no that's that's not what the holodeck is for no the holodeck is for horrific ethical violations (laughs) it really is like so that's what we've learned so far from star trek right lieutenant barkley seems to spend most of his time in there and all he's doing is banging the other people that are on the enterprise yeah or punching Riker. yeah and that doesn't seem to be a problem you can just do that but yeah, like so, he he has access to complete physical and personality replicas of any of the crew, apparently. Mm. And what he's doing is still at the low end of the horrificness scale of this thing. I mean, this the holodeck is basically a god machine. Yeah. It can create sentient life that you can then destroy. And it's popped in as an entertainment option. Here's a question then. Someone, someone's already mentioned this. If you poop in the holodeck, what happens to the poop? I'm pretty I, I sure. I believe we have covered this, this at length. Have we? So the Enterprise employs uh, matter recollection technology, doesn't it? So you basically, it's a combination of the, the replicator and the transporter and force fields is what makes the holodeck work. Hmm. So anything that is waste would get collected up broken down into its component molecules and then used by the replicator system to make new things. So if I poop into a fake toilet in the holodeck yeah. or on Captain Picard's chest, <laughs> yeah. it then when, when the program finishes, it knows to take away the poop with the, the holograms. You'd hope so, yeah. So when it goes back to the cube with the yellow squares... Everything gets so anything in the holodeck that you interact with is something that has been replicated and mm. and then transported into place, I think, or like replicated there and then. So it is mm. a physical object that you can touch. It uses force fields, I think, to like create effects and stuff. I mean, this obviously when they were writing this, they put zero thought into the whole thing. And then the people on whatever the Star Trek equivalent of Wikipedia 
have come up with loads of reverse engineered solutions to how this thing works. So say I was to have a drink in the holodeck, right? It would actually be an actual drink because it uses the... Yeah, it'd be like the same as when you sit there going tea, Earl Grey, hot, and it appears. It is a real drink. But if you are in a bar and there's like shelves of drinks, they might not be real. They might just be projected holograms Um, until you reach down and touch one. And then it's like... So when it disappears, does it take it out of your stomach as well then? I mean, you, I think you could assume that with the like level of technology that they seem to have, it would sort of acknowledge no. anything that you ate or drank, it would probably leave it in you. But then what if you went in there and just did a bunch of crystal meth? <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds bad, but like I think on the moral scale, that is less bad than going in, creating copies of your crewmates, and then interfering with them. And fingering them, yeah. You can't, it's, it's much... <laughs> I see that this is the, I quite like that idea of like the holodeck being a place where you can very safely try some mind expanding drugs and actually be like, you know, I'm going to load up the crack den uh, apartment <laughs> and I would like a bag of crystal meth, please. Like, you know, cut though. I, I don't want good quality stuff. I want, I want street meth <laughs> and I'm going to smoke this meth and I'm going to have a great time. Or not, don't know. I'd try it all. I think it would be a really nice place to, really nice experience, you know, to try everything. Next question then. Take lots of drugs. (laughs) Would you get addicted to crystal meth if you smoke crystal meth in the holodeck? No, because it's Star Trek and there'll be a pill for that. Yeah, there will be a pill for that. Or it could like teleport the molecules out of your system before they had a chance to do it. Okay, then what about the food though? Like, say you eat something. No, because no, because it knows it's food. Because the because like Russ said, the replicator needs your poop to keep going. So the replicator is not going to be mean. It's not going to take the food away. It's like I need that to be poo. But it's going to so remove do my stuff. Any pretty much all the food they eat on the Enterprise is replicated, isn't it? Yeah, it's poo. Now this is the thing, right? So poo is the body's waste, right? And I know if you break it down into its component molecules and stuff like that. But by the end of like a five-year mission. That food's yeah. got to be... There's a real start tang being, starting to creep into the food. It's got to start getting bland. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no amount of pepper that's going to take away that they're aftertaste. Not, they're not even trying anymore. It's just a turd in a bowl. It's yeah, just, it's, just, yeah, it's just... still warm. This, this, this paste is really weird. I don't like it's it. Like, like stuff does get air consumed in it. by your body, doesn't it? Like, it's not a one-in-one-out system. Yeah. If you eat a chicken... You don't, you don't get poop a chicken. exactly one chicken's weight of turd coming out of you afterwards. No, I think they so. must have to sort of top up the system with I, other. I think, I think the man, man from Scotland has just ran past Birmingham. Um, mm-hmm. Still, we know more about this than him, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And like also, poo is the colour it is mainly because of dead blood cells. So you're not exactly getting prime food ingredients from. <laughs> Yeah, you know, recycling your poo. But like, it's 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 breaking it down to like an atomic level. So it's not poo. It's some, you know, something else. Some what what are people made of? Oxygen. Yeah, basically three things that people are made of, aren't they? It's like oxygen, nitrogen, and water. They're all atoms. If there's six hot dogs and one of them is steaming, like leave that one. <laughs> I'm going to have the other one. I'm going to have the one furthest from the steaming hot dog. <laughs> uh, okay, so, all right, you're in the holodeck, you're eating poo. 
<laughs> like so. But then know. that's no different to every other day on the Enterprise, apparently. Yeah, wake, waking up, I have to wake up every day on this goddamn ship and eat shit. <laughs> they supplement the poo with dead red shirts. Yeah. yeah. There's no if there's been no dangerous missions, they just feed a few straight into the intake hopper every now and then. Mm. This definitely tastes like Ensign Struthers. Mm. <laughs> Struthers. They're always ensigns, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because they don't get a chance to they don't get a chance to progress through the uh, the ranks. Is, so. is Ensign like the lowest rank? Is that no? Like... I think you think you can just be <laughs> and Barkley sweat from his holodeck romps. Yeah. This ta- oh, these holodeck this usage like probably takes ass. a good thirty five percent of the power usage of the entire ship. This you sounds... can imagine Jordy LaForge just in the engine room. You, you see the boom, boom, boom from like the 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 engine, the the uh, the crystal. Dilithium crystal chamber. <laughs> the dilithium crystal meth core. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell me out some of that. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Oh, Barclay's in the holodeck again. Mm. Oh, and Ensign Rose. Re- he's had an ens- dehydrated yeah. apart from his one massive right arm. He's had <laughs> an Ensign Row this time, so okay, cool. So um, that's that's the other question then. Is he just making these people appear and then hide him in the cupboard with a video court recorder and just no, you know, whack it off. So it's I'm sure that's one be, of his scenarios. Yeah, it is genuinely meant to be this story of like, oh, look how poor old shy uh, Lieutenant Barkley when he's in the holodeck, he's really confident. But it kind of because because then he's he's like the hero in like all the stories of, mm. and then it's um, uh, Beverly Crusher and and Troy that he's saving. I mean, of course it stories. is. Yeah, but yeah. But it, but now looking back at it, what thirty years ago, um, it kind of comes across as these are the people that we warn people about on the internet now. Like the, the internet nice, this is very much the internet nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Why won't they go out with me? Oh God! I, you know, yeah, I think like what, what he's doing in the holodeck is what people are doing with like deep fake technology now. Yeah, he's essentially an incel. And let's not. I mean, he is right. That's. I'm not. I'm not fucking around. Well, I, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even sure what an incel is. Incel meaning. <laughs> I'll let cry. We're not getting into that now. Oh god. What it like? What that word literally means is not really connected uh, with the community. What it? What? Uh, it's a bunch of arseholes. Is basically what it is. Yeah. It says an incel is a member of an online subculture of people who define themselves as unable to get a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one. Yeah. yeah, what, what they that, actually that, are is a and bunch that's of the complete shits. Yeah, <laughs> Phil does say that Troy and Crusher is a sandwich. I would dearly love to fill though. That is outrageous. <laughs> and yeah. to be fair, it's the sort of thing that probably most people expected that I would say, but I didn't. Also, it's probably a little bit like I think you'd probably find that yeah, maybe for your first week. Mm. But you can do literally anything in there. So your tastes are probably going to start to get a bit more weird fairly soon. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. It's like, going to start showing up in stuff. I'm, I'm going to be on the bridge, right? Because I figure I'm an ensign. Um, like, I'll be one of the guys that occasionally pilots the Enterprise. You know, like oh, they get the people to pilot the Enterprise that have very little experience, the giant spaceship. The B team. Yep. No worries. Get them to do that. Um, or like or like you won it in a raffle. Yeah. But I'm going to be the looking- Enterprise. I'm going to be looking around every now and then, and I'm going to be looking at, Pat, at Patrick Stewart. I'm going to be looking at Picard's head, and I'm going to be thinking, and I'm going to be looking at Picard's head, and I'm going to be like, 
Yeah, I reckon I could do that in the holodeck. And the next thing is me playing his head like a bongo. Like, I mean, that, that's weird. Yeah. I kind of think that there should be... I don't like the idea of control, like people being able to see things that you, you get up to. But there well, should like, be like, apparently the sort of... The, the only sort of uh, like reasonableness control is the fact that the doors don't seem to lock on the holodeck and anyone can wander in at any moment into whatever you're doing. The more the merrier. I say, yeah. more the merrier. Even if you've switched off the don't kill people option, mm. because that's not hardwired into the system, you can just say, oh, yeah, turn the safeties off. And the computer's like, fine. And people can just stroll right in there. So maybe that's they're assuming like, well, people won't do anything weird if people just walk in on them, would they? There's, I mean, to be um, fair, though, if I'm on my drug binge at the point, all they're going to find is me either clawing at my own eyeballs or lying face down, giggling. It's, there's not much going on in there. Tom's um, on, uh, Ensign Tom is on his meth again. Yeah. I think it's got to be like an honor system, isn't it? Um, so like you got, what is it uh, in the Rogers Brithanosaurus, the sonic bog lock, when there's no lock on the toilet, but you hear someone coming, so you start coughing loudly to let them mm-hmm. know that you're you're in there. Sonic bog lock. Yeah, but, I mean that that works fine in a festival portaloo, but it could get quite noisy in some of these holodeck simulations. True, you might not hear somebody uh, padding along the carpeted corridor outside. Just you know, put a chair against the door. So let, let's go. Let's go for some stuff. I mean, look, obviously. Obviously, if you had holodeck technology, because I'm a Bond fan, I would want to be Bond in my own Bond adventure of some sort. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. All the death defying stuff, the scrapes, the girls, you know, live the live the full experience, you know, um, and then play it as a woman. Uh, one of James's conquests so that I can see it from the other side and appreciate, actually, that at points he's he goes a bit too far, in my mm. opinion, mm-hmm. especially if it's 70s Bond. If it's Roger yeah. Moore, that era, where it was all a bit, yeah, you know, safari suits and neckerchiefs. You know what I mean? Weird. <laughs> yeah. That's an odd look. Was some of Moore's. Yeah. I mean, people it's look at Daniel Craig now and they go, man, that is a that is a clean look. You know, he's he's got, you know, the hmm. uh, the handkerchief in the t- buy a little neckerchief at all there, Daniel. <laughs> I think Daniel in a safari suit and a neckerchief. Like Roger Moore in seventies Bond. Well, they, they did the little blue trunks, didn't they, in yeah. Casino Royale? So, yeah, the safari suit—that's the next homage outfit. Yeah, there we go. Maybe that's um, it. No time to die. We'll never know. Who will know? Uh, and also, other bits and bobs I think would be quite fun. Would be to, I think, with holodeck technology, you could probably put some of your very favourite video games and turn them into. Like oh, yeah, run. Really and that'd be badass and do it all mm. properly first person like actually a good like you know by then the remake of skyrim you know like it's been skyrim ported. is definitely getting ported to the holodeck exactly. <laughs> i will still be re-releasing it and i'll still be rebuying it mm. yeah i'll buy a whole damn holodeck just released just... it for the holodeck yeah okay i'll do skyrim yeah, do. yeah let's play that although yeah. like so i don't know skyrim a lot of walking, there's a lot of effort involved in being the, the PC in Skyrim. You spend most of your time trudging around through an icy wilderness. You could probably skip, though. You could probably fast travel on a holodeck. If I could import one of my old saves from the Xbox 
into the holodeck version I don't see why. I don't of Skyrim. See why. And then, yeah, I'd have fast travel unlocked all over the place. That'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there we go. So see that kind of stuff. Okay, so I've done the safe and simple sort of stuff. I did say to my wife before I came on air, like, it would be awesome to be able to walk into the holodeck and just be like, 10 Jolies. <laughs> <laughs> and go <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but but you know it's probably not for public consumption what happens next <laughs> needless to say hot tub full of jelly and let's 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 go to town guys let's go to town <laughs> not you guys no i'm talking about me and no yeah not you two you're not coming in not at all. Not you. Not all. Nor any of you. So don't get any ideas. It's just me and my ten wives. But now, because you said that, when you do that in the holodeck, your subconscious is going to pop a little me and a little Dan in there instead, and that's all you'll get. But all all you guys are going to and be the doing, tub of jelly. You're going to be relegated to handing out water. You're <laughs> in little blue swimming shorts. Water. <laughs> yes, sir. Water. This water tastes like shit. Well, and every now and then, when I come when I come back out, when I get out of the hot tub and I sit down and I'm looking really tired, you two are the guys who are going to be, you know, like towel around my neck, give me a pep talk. Come on, come on, you're doing so good. Come on, feel the burn, Tom. Push the envelope. You got her on the ropes. Yeah, you're doing so good. You guys are doing brilliantly. You're so good. You're so good. And then you know, have a yeah. have a water and then go, guys, go back to your corner. Well, that's um, horrifying. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I mean, there are a lot of computer games that would be excellent in the. It's holiday. all inclusive. It's inclusive. It's inclusive. I want you guys to enjoy it too. Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh god, Mario Kart would be incredible. You guys mm. are just skating past this now, aren't you? Oh, we're desperately yeah, trying to move I on. I don't want to be part. You of this. seem to really want to involve us in this conversation. Yeah. Well, I thought we were friends, but you know, just maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I don't, I don't want to be the guy that gives you a pep talk when. Your ten wives are too much for you. It's not too much for me. It's just I need a I need a break every now and then. <laughs> it's like when I look like you know I'm just oh you know I'm really tired. I want to go to sleep. They're like no, come on, keep going. I, I keep telling you to sort out those shelves. Yeah, you do. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it would de- devolve, wouldn't it? It would start off all awesome, and then someone would say, "Oh, I've noticed the gate's not opening properly, or the light in the garage and needs fixing," and then that's it spices put the spices back in the spice rack <sighs> don't put the spices back on the spice rack no i mean that that is unforgivable behavior grounds for divorce pretty much yeah yeah pretty much not in the holodeck my friend not in the it's holodeck you just leave vacuum in wherever you finish it with it it's all gravy i can shit on the floor and apparently the replicators will deal with it <laughs> i'm still not certain about that one because it was the first thing I would you, try. If it you would be the assumed first thing that, I would try. and then on your yeah. first day on the Enterprise, you went into the holodeck and you just shit everywhere and you walk out, and then the next person is like, What the, what the fuck <laughs> are you just, doing in there? The What's wrong ends. with you? The program just oh, ends, oh, I'm sorry, just, I thought we all did that. <laughs> it's just a giant turd just sitting in the middle of like this immaculate black and yellow room. I mean, it, wouldn't like, be, it wouldn't be, it would be like smeared and handprints and stuff all over the wall. <laughs> yeah. Is someone is someone gonna get that or what, well, I have what? to shall I should I give it a wipe down? Then we've got a dustpan and brush. <laughs> Trying to dustpan and brush that up. Oh god. It'd be um it'd be awesome for like recreating some of your like heyday activities. So you could like you could like recreate the sort of party you used to go to when you were 20, that kind of thing, without oh, wow. having to worry about cleaning up in the morning with a hangover. 
Now that's yeah. interesting. That's why my first thought was Glastonbury. Yeah, do a little. I'd, a little I'd go to. I'd go to like a best of Glastonbury. But you have the option to control the weather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what the weather would be? Cloudy and a bit slightly cool. overcast. Slightly overcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole time. Yeah. And you would also have the option for electric kicks to play the main stage. Yeah. Yeah, you could craft Headlines. it so it's like, you know, yeah. Jay-Z's pulled out and then Michael Evis rolls up to you in his Land Rover and he's got all your kit in the Dan, back. Dan, Dan. <laughs> and just, he, he Jay-Z's walks, pulled out. We need you now. We need into, you. You and into your my soft tent. version of alternative rock. <laughs> we need you. Walks into my tent and there I am just like zipping up and Nathan Fillion's just like hastily putting his clothes back on. I'm like... Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And walk out. What's happened to your voice? That, that's my holodeck voice, Russ. Mm-hmm. I guess and I better then, go headline Glastonbury. And then digital versions of me, Sean and Adam here. Yeah. Oh, they're here. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. I, thought, I thought I was going to get Neil Young. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So lonely. Let's do this so lonely. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll sing all the vaguely unsettling lyrics I made up about Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, Sean. I want you, Sean. <laughs> it did just evolve into. It did just evolve. Into that. that was amazing. But yeah, yeah. So, so I, I would even just go to Glastonbury, like in the holodeck. I think that would just be fun. That kind I of would play some intricate and epic scale games of 40k without having to paint any of the models or build any scenery or set them up you know most people ready to go you know most people that collect 40k models that's part of the fun not something that gets in the way right yeah but it's a faff isn't it it is yeah you're not if you want to actually play a game with a completely painted army i mean literally nobody in the history of games workshop has ever achieved that no, I have because I picked Imperial Guard and I've got 200 models that I still need to paint at some point yeah. in my life. You've been saying oh. that for 25 years. <laughs> yep. 25 years, man. No, no, the, these are these are more recent. These are like 10 years old. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because so, I chucked out those 200 that I haven't painted from <laughs> exactly. and, 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 the new ones, and then rebought them all back off eBay. Um, yeah. So, um, no, no. I, so, what about something like LARPing even as well? Like how great would would like live action role play be? Yeah, because you could actually kill motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently, that's fine in there. Perfectly and also, fine. your costume wouldn't look homemade in the holodeck. It would look awesome. Mm. You know, yeah. and actually, like if I was thinking like that, this is this is a perfect way. Imagine if this was the way that we actually played D anD D. You know, was that you know I could be sullen. Yeah. Russ was Ember. You know, we were our characters. And, and Dan and, was like this looming hooded presence yeah, hovering in the sky. literally in the sky, like oh, tray guard. Cool you just hear <laughs> as a giant turd just dropped out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like, yeah, guys, I needed to test it out. Like, <laughs> he has like, didn't he call them his calisthenics programs or something, where it's basically him getting attacked by people. Yeah. And like he could, he could get injured and other people go in there and get hurt by the mysterious baddies and the yeah. so he's actually like killing people in there so apparently that's loud so yeah, yeah. you can do full it's on probably not going to be probably not going to make you weird at all is it 
Mm. Uh, killing people. No, it's going to make you ready to act. You know what I mean? It's going yeah, to, make to be you... fair, Worf, it kind of makes sense. Chief of security. <laughs> you want him sharp, don't you? As a, as a scalpel. Yeah. All right, Dan, just keep looking down. Just looking into the fact that, yeah, the holodeck, my cock. Will, <laughs> the holodeck will create things that I can injure you and kill you. Yeah. And yeah, it, that seems like a design flaw. I learned like, from my mistakes. But how many? How many? Do you th- I don't. I don't. How many, many members of the the crew do you think they've lost? Who've gone? I really want to climb a mountain, but I yeah. want to really climb a mountain. Um, and then just like fallen off, and somehow it's simulated, like. A continual fall. Yeah, and I mean, in that case, that would be that, like, the sort of the the force field or something has like picked you up and then slammed you into the ground exactly, to simulate yeah. what you specified. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you do do that, then you don't really deserve to have the holodeck. Well, you don't get any more. You know, yeah. deserves the holodeck. Yeah. No, because <laughs> even well, I don't know. I think we've got some good ideas uh, to how to use this. I think we should we. I think we've earned our right, really. Yeah, so so apart from being a disgusting sex box, which it is, the other main purpose of the holodeck seems to be creating copies of people like Hitler and Moriarty and letting yep. them wander around the ship. Yep. Just that's it, a very poor application of that technology. Computer, create Hitler. Computer, take all safety measures off. Yeah. Oops. That was probably a bad idea, just given Hitler. But it seems it can just create perfect copies of people and have them bimble around. You know, there are some more sort of just probably a bit more innocuous, just fun people to have around that you could have just bimbling about the ship. How fucking um, big a head do you have to be to think that you're going to be like Sherlock Holmes and be able to take down Moriarty as well? Like, how yeah. fucking egotistical do you have to be to bit think of a, that? Bit of a big I think, actually, one of, one of yeah. the best um, Picard's, like, uh, 50s detective fantasy that yeah that was good yeah that looks like a lot of fun yeah yeah that would be fun like your own detective agency like you could even just like have this long running campaign that every wednesday you pop in there and you just sit in your detective agency and sometimes people come and they ask for help and sometimes you just sit there sometimes just a quiet day in the office nothing happens exactly yeah so who, who would you have the holodeck create who could escape from the holodeck and run rampant around the ship who just just be a nice person to have around the ultimate warrior. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. Didn't didn't uh, have to think about it. Like, I was thinking more like long as like, like someone like um like the Reverend Richard Coles. He'd be nice. <laughs> just to have hanging around the hanging around the Enterprise. Alan Titchmarsh, he'd be quite Alan Oh Titchmarsh my god, yeah. Uh, Monty Dom. Monty Dom, yes. Yeah. In the hydroponic garden. Yep. Yeah. With um Peter with, Sellers um, and Dudley wife. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine would be funny. Peter Sellers and Dudley Moore in the bar with Guinan in oh, Ten Forward? Yeah, they yeah. would have a great like. That would just be, yeah, much much better. Let's face it, we'd rather have that than Moriarty. Yeah, but Dudley Moore just sitting on the piano, just playing a few tunes as well. Archbishop Muzarewa, he'd be quite nice. Desmond Tutu, he'd be nice. The yeah. Dalai Lama. So I mean, you could do proper like fantasy uh, dining table 
things, couldn't you? Those if you had to invite ten uh, people to a dinner they party, they did that, didn't they? Didn't Data have one where he had oh, dinner God, yeah, with he did, didn't he? with um uh like Einstein and he had like Stephen Hawking who was in it for real. He was in it as himself. Wasn't yeah, he? he was because he's a fucking he was a fucking huge Star Trek fan. Yeah, of course he was. Massive fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. <laughs> he he voiced his own stuff in Futurama as well, despite that being with absolutely zero disrespect intended utterly unnecessary yeah uh it's in the, no, i'm trying to i'm trying to find it it's so uh, yeah he it's, it's not like a major part of it i don't think but he, he does he's got just, like some conundrum or something to work out so he, yeah. get, he has like the world's greatest scientists to dinner and chats about it with them i fucking love star trek shit like this is just like star trek like that shouldn't be so if the computer can create a a realistic replication of Stephen Hawking's thought process, you should be able to just ask the computer the answer to any of these problems. The computer is pretty good, to be fair. But you should it shouldn't need to go to that. That's a very roundabout way of our, of googling something. Yeah. So there, there are. I was thinking there are a couple of things that I would love to do for real at one point, and I would love. And I don't know if it's ever possible. I'm sure you can do the, like buy it as an experience. But I would love to drive a selection of World War Two tanks, like the Sherman T thirty four Panzer IV Tiger. You know, some really big fucking clanky old tanks from the bygone era. Yeah, and not drive them around like diesel. a little flagged off course. Literally just go herring through some woodland with it. Yeah, properly yeah. get them up to their top speeds of like, well, some of them could go about 35, 40 miles an hour, like, you know, tearing across these big machines. Like, And then I would love to, like, you know, you always see like in the films about Vietnam War, and I know it's awful war and all that sort of stuff, and, and, it, and it was, you know, it's and the films like Platoon and stuff do a really good job, but like Apocalypse Now, just imagine being in a helicopter surrounded by loads of other helicopters flying in formation like you know not not actually attacking anyone or strafing or anything but just like doing all the maneuvers and stuff with the doors wide open and all that noise and ride of the valkyries mm. and like that must be like a real adrenaline pumping experience you know I mean, yeah, that would get, that you need to get bad. yourself like psyched up for a job interview or something you know that'd be fucking brilliant <laughs> that's better than like an uplifting spotify playlist isn't it yeah yeah i love this dan says if you really wanted to create chaos on the enterprise set up a swimming pool in a holodeck and throw in a bunch of gremlins <laughs> that's, way to that's do it. true that's true hey, we could g2 we, baby we could recreate that we need to have a podcast where we talk about that because we talk about it too much as well we just need, that to, one we need to have a podcast about that sketch like uh, just that one sketch but I, I, I think even after we've quoted the whole thing in full, yeah, made people queue up the YouTube link and then sat there in silence for four minutes while we expect them to watch, watch it, it and then talk about yeah. how good it is, you're still looking at maybe 10 minutes tops. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll do the sweating one. That, that sweating sketch is brilliant, especially when... We'll, do, we'll just do... We'll do, a, we'll do a, a love letter to Key and Peele at some point. Especially when the fucking, like, that jet of water, like, starts spraying out the top of his head like some sort of whale's blowhole. Like, it's all coming down his head and then just goes <laughs> out the top of his head, like... What's the, uh, the, yes. the, the sex detective as well? Oh, the yeah. ah, Check the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Threesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good.
He wanted to experience firsthand what he saw every day. <laughs> so grim. Anyway, uh, yes, holodeck, holodeck, yeah. Star Trek. Uh, I mean, the ships are pretty cool mm-hmm. themselves anyway. Um, you know, if you had to be on one of them to go and be able to make members of the crew, it would be Voyager because that's definitely, I think, the most attractive and not, and cool crew. I, I wouldn't go near Voyager. Voyager is is a shit life. They they're trapped out there. They, they, it's like yeah, they but don't, not, you, not they when don't, I'm in the holodeck. I'm, no, no, they don't use the holodeck because they've got to use because their doctor died and they've got to use a holographic doctor. Oh yeah, they have to turn off the holodeck, don't they? Yeah. So I can imagine like guys, we're in the fucking gamma quadrant or whatever the hell it is. It's going to take us 450 million years to get home. Yeah, I'll be like, ah, that sucks. At least there's a hollow deck. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all you need to do. Get everyone in the hollow deck. Just you know, at the same it'd time, be, it'd be a morale booster. Yeah, you know, just let them let them do. It. Turn the doctor off for a few hours. Let everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, until the inevitable wave of sprained arms comes out of the hollow <laughs> yeah. treatment. Yeah, and mono. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems to have the kissing bug. Yeah. Yep. A, lot of, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of dehydration going around. Yeah. The replicator is absolutely out of coconut water now. <laughs> <laughs> so that that for me, that's some of the enduring memories of us talking about the holodeck is a, is doing impressions of coming out of the holodeck, incredibly dehydrated, gasping yeah, for coconut water. Skeletal little shriveled claw. <laughs> How long's it been? Yeah, coconut water. Oh, the things I've done in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I oh. just need, need some salt. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to look Jeff- <laughs> able to look the forge in the face. Yeah. Coconut water. <laughs> oh, someone said space herpes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Space herpes. Don't touch any of the surfaces in the holodeck. Just go in, stand still, and wait for the world to be created, and then go nuts. Yeah. Do you think it, it removes the smell as well? I mean, you'd have to hope so. Yeah. I mean, if they're taking everything away and breaking it down into its constituent molecules, the only reason that things smell is because you're sniffing up molecules of that stuff. That's why when you smell yeah, poo, you're you breathing in poo. Um, you know, you're not you're not smelling the aroma of poo. It's actually poo particles in your nasal cavity. So Trillions enjoy that thought. Flying shits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, little tiny turds. That's the thing. It, at a subatomic level, if if the atoms of the thing that it was making looked like the thing, but just a lot smaller, that would be really interesting. Like every atom of my smartphone basically just looks like the smartphone. It's like, like a fractally every, small smartphone. Yeah, and just loads of them together make one big one, and that's how magic and science works. Mm. Yeah, could be it. on something there. There we go, uh, Duncan. Debunk it if you like, but we all know that's what it is. D Dunkets. No, no. I thought there D-dunk could be something. It. Could be something cool. There if if Duncan doesn't crash into the Zoom call at any second now, so that's not how science works. We'll just have to assume that that's how science works. That is how science works. Hang on. Yep. No, that's it. That's science. There we go. Yeah, Dan says they had to ration uh, food from Voyager. 
because of resource issues. Yeah, I think with Voyager, they just had to come up with a bunch of stuff to make it sound more dangerous. Yeah, because they had to like collect food, didn't they, from planets that they were going past? Well, isn't that why they picked up Neelix? Yeah. He, he I mean, like why the shepherd, fuck right? else would you? Wait, so they don't even have enough power? What? Yeah. So, I think, so the, re- the replicators do need to be like resupplied every now and then. I imagine they have like a massive block of like protein and minerals and stuff that they keep and it, it like pulls from it as it needs it. But what about you have, to, you have to put stuff into the system every now and then? Oh, yeah, I guess that's the point, isn't it? It's like the chicken and the egg thing. It's like it can't just be like sitting that. there. It can't have just been sitting there waiting for everyone to take their first dump aboard the new ship and be like, "Great, well, I've got everything I need now to now make we can every eat. delicious dinner that you guys will ever eat forever." It's um, yeah. Uh, they, they, there's like no rep. Voyage is just a bit of a shit situation. <laughs> Phil says the only good thing about being on Voyager would be seven or nine or fantasizing about murdering Neelix. I nearly annoyed me a little bit, to be fair. Uh, to be fair, though, I quite like the idea of Mistress Janeway um, being uh, incredibly rude to me. Um, I just like the idea of her being Mistress rude to me. Janeway. Yeah, this this is that's that's uh, from an advanced session in the holodeck, isn't it? Yeah, Mistress um, Janeway. I'm not kidding you. Was actual erotic fan fiction that was written about Janeway. That when you. I was a teenager, I yeah, no, I'm not going to take any credit away from the author of that fantastic series that got me through many a lonely night uh, back when I was a younger man. <laughs> so a couple of points. Uh, the they... last week, the last week has just flied by, <laughs> flied by, flown by, flown by. Good Jamie, grammar. Jamie said they grew food in the hydroponics uh, in the hydroponics bay. <laughs> in Voyager. And um, Dan says it is canon that replicators use human waste. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that is how they're meant to work, isn't it? Yeah, I will have a poo cocktail, please. There's no, I don't think there's much in the way of like, there's no like plumbing no. in the Enterprise. If you like, when you flush the bog or empty a bath or something, everything just gets like teleported away. I'll, yeah. have, a, I'll have a stack of poon cakes, please. Can you, ima- can you imagine someone just like digging into a cup of tea? Going, oh, did did you eat hummus? Yeah. Oh, there's corn in this. <laughs> you would, even though you know a hundred percent that's not how it would work. Oh, you'd just still be able to, yeah. Like if you ate something, like, oh, there's a bit of a bit of a lump there. Hmm. Mm. Should mm. that be? Should that be like that? I half think Guinan's job was basically just to make sure you just kind of like dealt with it, just went with it, basically. <laughs> what the psychological psychological aftermath of having to come to terms with the fact that you now eat poo? Yeah, it makes sense. So it's not actually poo, is it? We discussed this. It's fine. I'm sure you just kind of by that point in the future, they're, they're far too advanced for us pricks, aren't they? So, except for Barkley, he's a he's a fucking wrong and he's an absolute deviant he really is like that's not as i say that's the internet nice guy right there and why do these nice women not like me when i've saved them several times yeah i don't like if if there was a gritty reboot of star trek now Hmm. that would be a very different character he'd be the bad guy yeah i mean he's hugely problematic i mean like the way he's written he's not okay no no but luckily he's only in a couple of episodes isn't he yeah, when, when he's not. But in he's the, the the comic relief, creepy sex pest. 
Yeah, it's a bit weird. And also it kind of says that, you know, all those really shy people, this is what they're thinking about most of the time. The dirty fucks as well. Like that that's their fantasy. Um, yeah. Cool. Like in terms of of Star Trek, there is there is a way you could experience pretty much anything you wanted um without using a holodeck, of course. And that is when Q appears on the Enterprise, just try and be mates with him. Yeah. An He's option. too unpredictable. He's too unpredictable. He would, unless it, unless He'd it benefits... fucking with you too much. Yeah, he would. Unless it yeah. benefits the Q continuum to some degree, or or doesn't, then you ain't getting any cooperation out of that mofo. I Q is one of my favourite things about Star Trek. I love yes. that they do like, that. Q is like, he's like a you know, like a God-level creature who can do anything, which is a notoriously difficult thing to write well and something yeah. that Star Trek would just drop in every third episode. They were meeting yeah. these, like, ultimate God-level beings. But Q was actually interesting. Yep, and they did such a good job with oh, him as well. Because he, he was such a prick to them. He was. <laughs> oh, there just was no way, the first there was time no way that before. guy was eating poo. No. Yeah. But he was, like, it was just... Something about the way he was just so committed to being a complete bellend to them for his own amusement. Mm. He um, could have destroyed them in the know. blink of an eye, but no, much more fun to just be a complete dick to them. I love when he introduces them to the Borg. Like, you think you're ready for this? You're not ready for this. And then just, boom, pushes them forward. And then here's a Borg cube. Have fun. <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. And then, God. Yeah. and then flicks them back. Yeah. Yeah, with Patrick, when uh, Picard has to beg him first, though, to, to do that. It's fucking brilliant. It is such a good such a good episode, though. That's Encounter. Is that Encounter at Farpoint? No, Encounter at Farpoint is the first That's episode. That's the first episode. With the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Riker doesn't have a beard, and it's awful. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And and there's Tasha Yar is still in it at that point as well. Yeah. She's, I like Tasha. I thought she was quite good. Riker's she was terribly beard. written. Yeah. Yeah, and she died horribly as well. Hang on, this is supposed to be light. This is supposed to be us drawing a Sorry. line under the holodeck. I'm 90% certain um, Lieutenant Barclay saved her in holodeck simulations from oh, that situation God. as well. Yeah, definitely. Oh, dear. <sighs> what a wrong in, eh? What a wrong in. Yeah. Um, but I think Star Trek The Next Generation is something I need to go back and watch again at some point soon. I haven't done it in a while. I think Voyager is something I'd like to go back and watch. Maybe a bit of DS9 as well. For DS9 yeah. doesn't get the love it deserves. It doesn't. Um, that was that was a great show. There's an app called, I believe it's called Trek Tracker. Yeah. That will, you tell it what series you want to watch and it will give you the order to watch them in, like to start meshing the series together because there's bits where DS9, mm. TNG and Voyager were all on at the same time. So you can watch them in the right order to sort of, so like, especially... DS9 and Next Generation, they would have sort of stuff that would cross over. I love that it was when Picard was Locutus that oh, yeah, Cisco's ship, him. yeah, Cisco's ship gets blown up, and it's Locutus that does it as well and kills his wife. What a great twist! Fucking DS9, that's good. Dan says Natasha Yar was an early crush of his. Yeah, me too. I've, I've God, I, don't, I don't want to get too pervy with this. I know we've kind of kind of crossed that line already a little bit, but I, I was always more Beverly Crusher. So. 
There we go. Fair play. Right. Yeah. Do we feel like we've gotten this out of our system? Yeah. Oh, one, one, one thing. Wesley Crusher doesn't come anywhere near any of my holodeck sessions. Fuck that guy. Fair dues. Russ, any final words? No, I think we've, you know, we, we've exercised our holodeck demons and we just have to accept that it's a nightmare demon machine that should no, never come anywhere near humanity. No. It's such a problematic idea for writing, but it also gave them so many ideas that they could then just kind of run with. And I, don't, I think it got lent on as a shortcut a bit 100%. too. 100%. They did do some interesting stuff with it. But when they're in the writer's room going, and then maybe Moriarty comes to life and starts walking around, like that was clearly a 3 a.m., we yeah. have to get this episode handed in decision. We, yeah. we because it was not episodes. a good idea. I told you about my uh, my dad's Star Trek The Next Generation video collection, didn't I? He had every single episode on video. Uh, and there were two episodes per video. Um, and it took up a wall. <laughs> I shit you not. There was a wall in my house that was all Star Trek The Next Generation videos. It's crazy. That's that's like a that's a relic of a bygone era. Yeah, they VHS. used to release them two episodes at a time on on to Dubai. Pretty sure you could fit more than two episodes on a yeah on a tape, but not but but they were rinsing Star Trek fans for all their money. Well, yeah, and doing quite a good job of it as well. You start releasing them two episodes to a DVD that you're in. You're being a real dick. Yeah, or a Blu-ray <laughs> or something. Yeah, the 4K version. Here's two episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> So there we go. No, you'll never the- get 4K um, next generation because it's all shot on video. Yeah. Still, you can still you can still, uh, yeah, still it's, find it's it. Artificial. Still find it. No, can't... no, because it's only the digital shit that, that struggles, doesn't it? When to, yeah. To, uh, so anything, so you can you can get 4K remasters of yeah. the original series, no problem, because it's just a case of rescanning the film at a higher was, resolution. Next next gen was on film as well, though, wasn't it? Some of it was, some of it wasn't, and all mm. the all the CGI stuff was created at TV resolution. So unless you go back and recreate all of the effects shots, um, you can't, you can't upscale them. There's, there's some quite cool stuff being done with AI upscaling these days though. Hmm. True. But it's uh, still, it's still janky. A couple of comments. Phil says DS9 is low key, the best Star Trek series. Jamie says that they did a lot of training in the holodecks. And that's very true. You can train to fight for a variety of people in holodecks. Very good point. Uh, Dan says, Great yeah. the crusty jizz barnacles off the wall, and then we can get on with this fire safety training session. <laughs> There's a unique smell. Tom, Tom will realize this. When the practice studio we used to practice in, that if you followed a band in immediately, there is a unique smell of following a band into a soundproof room. Yeah. I would imagine the holodeck smelt like that, but worse. Yeah. Do you remember those, like, those, those nights in the summer when we would practice there? And it was because there was no aircon or anything like yeah. that. You would you would have a fan that you that would barely cool down a corner of the room, but all yeah. it would do would just circulate this kind of fog of armpit stank. Yeah, yeah. I sweated so much once uh, in one of those rooms that I was wearing a white t-shirt and my black and a black guitar strap, and when I took the guitar off, there was a black mark all around. Wow. Where the guitar strap was because I'd been in there sweating because I refused to not jump around lots. Do you remember that time That's our first wonderful image to end on, isn't it? Do you remember that time our first bassist? Like we literally picked our guitars up, plugged in, <laughs> and he he just went 
I can't do this. And unplugged his guitar, put it back in his bag and left. Yep, I do remember that. I would, remember that? Yep, I do, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, was he ill? Was it, I don't know what was going on. He just literally just was like, I can't do this tonight. <laughs> just walked off. It's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah. Dan says, anyway. yeah, yeah, Beverly Crusher on the rebound. And Phil yeah, okay. um, says, my dad had all the Star Treks on his video wall too. His wall, video right. on video on his wall too. There we go. So um, there we go. Can, can I can I uh, have the room quickly, please, Tom? You can have the room quickly, yeah. Before we, I want I want us to do a World Cup of something. Mm-hmm. Why don't we open the... this up to some of our fans? Because no, this a... this is podcast admin. Yeah, I have an idea though, potentially, which is that we do a World Cup of James Bond films. I am in. Up to my nuts. It's not it's not as big as the other ones we've done, but we could do what is the greatest James Bond film of all time as voted for by the too much we're time. Doing it. Listeners. Okay. We're doing it. We're fucking doing it. Yeah. Might need to do it more of a, a wank and rank system rather than a World Cup because you need a specific number of entrants for to do a World Cup straight knockout. Yeah, so it, no, it's just going to be like straight tournament, I think. Straight into a tournament. Yeah. So we can do our like uh, allocating points and then adding them up type thing that we did for the Marvel movies. Oh, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, okay. right. But yeah. I, th- I want to get everyone else involved in this as well. I want this to be like a... Yeah, we're going to need a while because there are some Bond films I'm going to have to go back and rewatch because I can't remember which one's which. Yeah, some Bond films I'm too scared to watch because, you know, racism. But... Um... Hang on, let's have a look. There are 25, 26, 27 Bond films if you count Casino Royale from the 60s and Never Say Never Again but you could easily drop Casino Royale from the 60s and just have Never Say Never Again, and then you've got 26. Yeah. Are we including Thunderball? Yeah. James yeah, Wolf Thunderball, film. definitely, definitely. Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- not today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a great idea. So that is going to be coming soon. Damn, phenomenal idea. Love it to pieces. Oh. Right, on that note, we have drawn a line hmm. under holodeck chat so that's it so like inside we're now going to try and stop talking about the holodeck lock the holodeck we're going to close it off yeah you can jettison it into space it's an awful contraption just yeah. get rid of it just get rid of it we don't need it for a while it's um, also it's I, you know, power it's, the likes of which humanity was not to be trusted with no oh, and to be fair like you said the jizz barnacles we just yeah. cannot shift them and really so we're just We'll, we'll, How we'll much the computer has cleaned it? The floor feels sticky. It does. It does. And I'm pretty sure that all the walls have moved in by at least three or four millimetres on each side. It just feels cramped in there now. It just feels mm. cramped and a bit there sticky. Was, there was a distinct like cracking noise as we jettisoned the holodeck, which wasn't anything to do with us jettisoning the holodeck. Yeah, like when the doors open, there's always a slight... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a wet yeah. popping sound. Yeah. yeah. The it floor getting... is sticky but you've, you've tried mopping it several times and it's still sticky yeah it's yeah. like um it's like in uh the toilet of uh the of paddy's pub in uh always mm. sunny there's that there's that yuck puddle that just, just never goes, see, yeah. never goes away it's it's sort of solid and liquid at the same time and, at least even there, there's not the risk of, you know you walk past the door and the automatic door sensor just gets you at the wrong and you have to you know you see Random crewman just helicoptering jizz around in his own. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Oh, I know what lunch. I'd do. I'd, I'd load up the fake taxi program. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that would, yeah, okay, for maybe for a bit. Um, right, so on that note, we've drawn a line under it. We're going to wrap it up. If, of course, you have any of your final thoughts about this, please do put them on our social media feeds. I've got the... one, a couple of last comments. Give it 10 minutes before we mention it next week. Yeah, Probably. fair dues. Yeah, Almost certainly. We need, we need uh, to taper off. We do. We, we'll, we'll, yeah, okay, fine. So it's not so much drawn a line as we have kind of, we, we got halfway down and then we drew a little downward sort of bit just this, this we might be a drew bit. a dotted line underneath it dotted line yes yeah. a dotted yeah. line mm. we didn't tear off the page we gently folded there okay so if you have any final thoughts please do hit us up on our social media channels instagram facebook twitter it's at tmtooh and don't forget that in the link uh, the link in our bio on our instagram page will take you to our discord server where you can talk about the holodeck there if you like um and in fact we could even start a channel all about holodeck ramblings if you like and we could carry on talking about holodeck forever i think, I think that's wouldn't advise idea. it wouldn't advise it um also don't forget that next week we'll be back here at nine o'clock on the stream on youtube so if you're there thanks very much wave guys just give them a quick wave just, just to acknowledge thanks very much um and if you've listened to us on the podcast as well thank you very much you are very much in the majority right now the streamers are actually in the minority i know who knew the streamers would actually be in the minority when we hear that TikTok has actually overtaken YouTube in terms of viewed amount of time ever this year or week or something. Every TikTok video said. lasts 10 seconds, so it kind of makes sense. Exactly. But it's loads seconds. and stuff. So great. Where you know we are actually on TikTok. I've yeah. done I've put one TikTok video up there. Brilliant. We're there too. Great. So go on to TikTok as well at TMTOH. Like like a good 90% of TikTok accounts have got one video posted and then somebody's just gone, I don't really get this. God, this is a lot yeah. of fucking effort. Does that yeah, too much. So that's it. I'm gonna say goodbye. Oh. Nope. There's one more, more thing. One more thing. And a couple so, of pods going up. I haven't put last week's pod for us up yet, so that's gonna go up. Also, mm-hmm. we did on to celebrate the start of the NFL season. We did a podcast on our top five favorite sports films, Marvel, Marveling Marvel. That's going up as well. And this Very nice. up as well. They'll all be up by the end of the week. Very nice. Just remember, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, it didn't make the list, but yeah, sure. It didn't make the list. Field yeah. of Dreams. Shame. <laughs> Real shame. One of the is Field of Dreams a sports movie? movie? Yeah, of course yes, it is. Of course it is. Okay. Yeah, just like... No, I, do I do also think suggest... A sports movie? Is it like, slightly science fiction as well? Just like Star Wars is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And on that note... We are going to say goodbye to Russ. Ta-ra. Goodbye to Dan. G- goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note, Russ, get ready. Let's cue the music. <laughs>